For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, though? It's your boy Reggie Watkins, and you are listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but don't be hating. Please don't be hating. We don't need that. We don't want that. We just want love. My man Kevin Cleland is running the show, producing engineering running the boards kevin what's up man how you doing brother i'm doing okay rich i'm uh i'm doing all right i'm still in that football funk but i think as we're going to talk about today um i hate the business of football yeah you hate the business of football and uh you know i don't you hate the business of football just because you lost a good player but you're gonna get some players back man stop 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 being sad stop hating you you guys are gonna be just fine you just want (laughs) you just want a super bowl kevin (laughs) i can't be hating you're right man i'll I'll, I'll mellow out look at this I can't believe the audacity. Y'all just won a Super Bowl, and he talking about he hate the business of the NFL. If that ain't a, oh boy. But we are going to talk about the business of the NFL. And basically, NFL teams are telling us now, fuck them picks. Fuck them picks. That is what the NFL teams are now saying about the draft picks that used to be precious gemstones to them. Fuck them picks. Les Snead have the shirt. Is that is that is that Les Snead, Kevin, your general manager, who you were just who you just had the gall nerve to say you you bad about the business of football. Your general manager started this this started uh, this take yeah, about he, he traded all the picks. Yeah, he had the this, yeah. yeah traded all the picks. Traded all the picks. And this didn't just start this year. This started a couple of years ago when they sent the first rounder away to Jacksonville for Jalen Ramsey. They sent out uh, uh they sent out draft picks like they didn't matter because they were stockpiling talent and it finally came due this year. But they've been doing this for a while, right? And it's it's a new model. It always takes one team to turn everything on its head so people figure and every and the NFL, like they always say, the cliche thing is it's a copycat league. But it is. I mean, everything's a copycat. I mean, I'm, I'm doing this podcast. I'm copying other people that do great podcasts. And I steal from them every day. That's what we do. You steal from greatness. So the Rams traded all the damn picks every time to get what they could get talent-wise right now because... The NFL draft is nothing but a bunch of damn lottery tickets. It's a bunch of damn lottery tickets that usually don't win a damn thing. So why put so much stock into them? Right? There's a greater chance that you're going to fail on this draft pick than that it's going to succeed. So why not trade that draft pick for a dude you already know can play in the league that you play in. It makes sense, especially when the dynamics and the money around these picks has changed. It used to be, you know what I'm saying, Kevin, back in the day, 
I'm, I'm back in the day, like I'm an old ass dude, but I am an old ass dude. I'm 42 <laughs> years old, so I'm old, right? Okay, but but back in the day, you'd have the first round picks, and they used to give them all kinds of money. I mean, boatloads of money. If you can go back and remember Sam Bradford breaking the bank, getting 50 million guaranteed before he even stepped on an NFL field. Jamarcus Russell getting 40 million guaranteed before he stepped on an NFL field. And those two dudes getting that kind of money changed the NFL draft landscape forever. Because teams were no longer willing. They traded, they changed it up in the collective bargaining agreement. Yo, we ain't giving these rookies, we're gonna have a rookie uh pay scale. They're going to get this much for this. They're slotted. First pick, second pick, third pick. Everybody knows exactly what they're going to get. And we can even guarantee them the money. Because if I guarantee Trevor Lawrence four years at $37 that's a hell of a lot better than giving him $50 million up front. It's gone. That's go- that fifty million is gone from your books, gone from your pocket. Whatever, thirty-seven million. Here, take this thirty-seven million. If you're good, you're good. If you're not, get the hell on. We'll go spend thirty-seven million on somebody else. And they those dudes changed the game. Bradford and Russell changed the game. Russell by being seriously sorry. Bradford by being sorry, but still not sorry enough that people wanted to find a way to figure out why somebody gave him 50 million and then say, well, maybe I can fix him, right? Because he still had a good arm. He just never was a good quarterback in the NFL. I mean, he, he had, he had years where you could squint and you thought that maybe just maybe, and then you open your eyes wide enough and nah, that's Sam Bradford. He ain't good. But now when you're paying these guys, this little bit of money, them picks don't matter no more. It's this little money. Yo, here, take this pick. And if somebody is dumb enough to give you a extremely great player for this lottery ticket where you're not sure it's going to pan out, then you fleece them all day long. That's why I've been saying forever that ain't no way Green Bay is letting Aaron Rodgers go. Aaron Rodgers is either going to play for the Packers he's going, or he's going to retire. That is it. End of story, end of discussion. Because why in the world would I trade Aaron Rodgers in a league where everybody is in search of an Aaron Rodgers? And I already got the fool sitting right here. Why would I why would I do that? And to to bat to add, he just won the MVP two years in a row. Well, what are we talking about here? Like, how does anybody even think that, that that would make ever make any sense? And the sports shows are going on and on about it. You have all these national pundits. I think Aaron Rodgers is gone. You Then you you think like a damn idiot. There's no way any respectable franchise would trade an MVP the year after he just won it, and he's still, in his, he's still playing at the top of his game. Why would they do that? They own his rights. No way, no how, no. Not happening. And then you come to a guy like, like Deshaun Watson. Yo, if I'm the Texans, the way the Texans did last year, I mean, they couldn't really get rid of him. But even for the Texans, they finally traded him. And we talked about it last week with the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson went to go visit them. And I said, ain't no way in hell he's going to the Cleveland Browns, right? Why the hell would a young black dude want to go play in Cleveland, want to go live in Cleveland? The Cleveland had LeBron James, and that was going to be it. But somehow, some way, Cleveland made it happen. And you know how they made it happen? is they showed that brother the money. 
They gave him, he just signed a, an, ex, an extension the year before he got in all this trouble with the, uh, with the, with the civil suits and the, the women and all this stuff. He just got an extension, didn't even play the last year, and now he has not played in a year, and Cleveland came to the table and said, yo, we know our city sucks so much, we are going to give you a Brinks truck full of money to come here. And they did. They traded three first-round picks, second-round picks. Thir they gave up Z Farm, as we have said. For me personally, if I'm the Texans, I would have wanted four number-one picks. But Cleveland gave them three, and they gave them a new contract. But what they're doing by giving the three picks up is basically they're saying, fuck them picks. These picks, all we're doing with these picks is trying to find a Deshaun Watson. But he's sitting right there, and we could go get him for these damn picks. Here, Houston, take the picks. Because draft picks are only as good as the people that are drafting with the picks. So if you don't have a great general manager, if you don't got Ozzie Newsom, right? Ozzie Newsom, who drafted Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer for the Ravens, then how good are these picks actually going to be? If you don't have, and I'm giving them some credit right now, if you don't have Kyle Shanahan and, and, uh, and, and John Lynch, who I gave hell for getting those jobs, not, not Shanahan, because Shanahan was officer coordinator, he was dope, but John Lynch, who had never been an executive in any shape or form, getting this job to come over here and be picked, drafted players in, uh, in connection with Kyle Shanahan, those dudes draft the hell out of players. Their, their first-round picks ain't always the greatest. I mean, they got Bosa. Uh, but their later round picks, those dudes hit the ball out of the yard, man. So if you don't have great people making these picks, then these picks ain't worth a damn. They're not because most of them end up being terrible. So Cleveland just came up, came up off of giving up some picks that probably won't pan out. And hell, we know they won't pan out because we've seen their movies. This is Cleveland's 34th starting quarterback coming in here right and guess what almost all of them they drafted so it's telling you they don't know how to draft nobody they brought a dude in here they got a dude for a bunch of picks and now their fortunes have changed and didn't they just get a they got a mari cooper too man cleveland about to be balling cleveland and the defense is already out this damn world the running game is out this damn world the whole team was dope except for who whack-ass baker mayfield who was crying on instagram last week about i'm sorry i'm moving on and you know maybe this is it but i gave my heart and soul man nobody care about your heart and soul can you run and can you throw and you couldn't so get your ass gone get off this damn instagram talk man, man I, I, I can't stand baker mayfield all these damn commercials and as sorry as he is but i digress but you're seeing it around the league. People just trading everything they got to get the great guy now. Denver traded two first-rounders, two second-rounders, and three players to get Russell Wilson. Why? Because fuck them picks. Russell Wilson is great right now. Although I have, I have, uh, I don't know, his last year, trust me, if you want to check my fancy team records, I can show you Russell Wilson looked like he fell off a damn cliff. I ain't hating. I hope it ain't. I hope it was just, you know, he was angry about the situation. He wanted to change things up. But from what I saw and what my fantasy team saw and the way I won and lost games, Russell Wilson ain't doing jack. But I hope he does because I like him. He put some money in my pocket years ago when I did the uh, Microsoft commercial and he has a beautiful wife. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I respect him and his decision making on that right there. Uh, Green Bay. 
Green Bay kept Aaron Rodgers, just gave him 200, well, they gave him a new contract, $250 million, right? And, of course, you got Aaron Rodgers out here talking about, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm glad that now I want, uh, I want Devontae to get his money. What money? You took up all the money, dog. Took up all the money so that Green Bay is going to franchise tag Devontae Adams. And what did Devontae Adams do? Said he wanted to get traded because he wasn't going to sign that damn uh, franchise tag. Yo, no, I'll sit out. Y'all just give me my money or send me on. They traded him to the Raiders for a first and a second rounder. Raiders got a number one receiver to play with Derek Carr, who used to play with, they used to play with each other. Uh, I don't want to say it like that. They used to play on the same team <laughs> back in Fresno. Fresno State Bulldogs, reconnection coming on right here. Devontae to Carr. Carr to Devontae. Now, I don't think Carr is that great, but will having a true number one receiver change the tune for him because we've seen him with Amari Cooper for a little bit but Amari Cooper I don't think is a real number he's a he's a number one he's a number one but he's not in the upper echelon of the number ones he in the top five Devontae Adams is a top five wide receiver so you give Derek Carr a top five wide receiver now those other dudes who were forced to be ones and twos get to move down a peg we might see a new Derek Carr and all of a sudden that division which is still Patrick Mahomes, who we're going to get to in just a second. It's Patrick Mahomes, Herbert, Wilson, Carr, or because the first two, they, they, they ain't moving for me. It's Patrick Mahomes and, uh, and, and Herbert. And then you got Wilson Carr. Who is it? Who are we going to go with? If we're going to go on uh, previous track record, then you're going to say Russell Wilson and the different Broncos. And now that whole division just got even more must-see. Best division in football. Best division of football. Offense out the damn box, out the charts. And hell, the Chargers just got Khalil Mack. For what? I think they got a, they, they traded a second and a third or a second and a fourth for Khalil Mack to come to the Chargers. Game changer. I mean, people just moving all around right now, and it's just phenomenal to see. So let's get back to Patrick Mahomes, right? Because Patrick Mahomes, this year, the league where people remember, remember, remember Kevin, people saying that the league might have figured him out. They figured out Patrick Mahomes. And I said, man, ain't nobody figured out no damn Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is just having a normal year, right? His first two years, the dude was out of this damn world. 5,000 yards, uh, 40-some-odd touchdowns, five interceptions. That's insane. Nobody, that, that's not how it's supposed to go. So this year, he came back to earth, and people looked like and was asking and questioning, was he falling off? No, he wasn't falling off. He was just being human like the rest of y'all. So they forced him to not be able to take, take, uh, take all the deep plays. They made him dink and dunk and tried to frustrate him that way. And for, the, for a while, he did. And then he slowed down and decided to take what the offense, what the defense was giving him. And then he did that for a while until they came up. Then he was able to go over the top and get what he wanted. And then we saw him melt down against the Cincinnati Bengals where he tried to look like Lamar Jackson. And Patrick Mahomes can run, but he ain't that fast, okay? Slow down, chill out, throw the ball away, throw the ball in the damn pocket. But you ain't Lamar Jackson, bro. Let's kick it. Let's chill. But now the Chiefs just traded Tyreek Hill. Chiefs trade Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins for what? I think a first and a second round pick. Fuck them picks. <laughs> I don't know if the draft is the draft has never been uh, downed or talk, put down this much in one season. Everybody, nobody cares about these players. You got to be in this draft thinking like, damn, don't nobody give a damn about me. They just throwing these picks around everywhere. Because who's the number one quarterback in this draft anyways? 
we at first it was supposed to be this Kenny Pickett dude, right? Then we heard of uh, Matt Corral from over in North Carolina, and there was a dude over in Ole Miss who was supposed to be good. And I watched them dudes, and they was all right, but they wasn't real. And then you got uh, Malik, uh, what's his name? Malik, uh, I forget the cat's name, but the dude Malik, you know he's a brother, played at Liberty, and he on the Instagram now, and they got him all over the news, running around with his shirt off, throwing the ball 60 yards downfield, and, and GMs is losing their damn mind. And I'm here for it. Yo, the dude looks dope. I heard about him earlier in the year. It looks like he might be sneaking up the draft boards and becoming the number one pick just based off of talent and, and uh, sheer athleticism or what, whatnot. But who's on the clock now? Tua Tagovailoa, man. It, boy, if you show up this year and play as whack as you have been this season, it's a wrap for you. Because this is the same thing the Dallas Cowboys did. Dallas Cowboys, they moved all the variables out, right? They had the running back. They had uh, Mar- They traded for Amari Cooper, got him a number one. They got him another receiver in C.D. Lamb. They had tight ends, receivers, everything that Dak Prescott needed. And then they wanted to see what can you do with all this talent? And they put up all these numbers, they put up these points, but they still ain't good enough to get it done when it counts. So they overpaid for a quarterback who ain't, he's good, but he ain't great. Now we're going to see what Tua Tungabaloa is made of. Does he, he's got Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Two, Jalen Waddle's the number one receiver. That dude is a monster. Waddle, Hill, they got some other, oh man, I forget who the slot dude is. They've got talent. They've got running backs. They've got a defense. Lost a coach on some dumb stuff. But they've got, they've got a squad over there. So now, Tua, what the hell you going to do? Especially in a division that ain't that good. It's the Buffalo Bills, the New England Patriots, with whack-ass Mac Jones as quarterback. Who they, Watch what happens this year. <laughs> I just want y'all to watch what happens this year to the Patriots. They are going downhill. The Dolphins got a chance. They ain't going to be better than the Bills, but they got a chance to get back in there if Tua can be that dude. And we just don't know. We don't know. I mean, this league, I don't think we've seen this kind of talent in the NFL at the quarterback position in a long time. I mean, literally, there's about seven to ten dudes in this league who are franchise quarterbacks. I mean, hell, we'll just go through. Let's go through it. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Baltimore. Uh, that's that's just an AFC. Let's take the AFC North. Lamar Jackson. You've got Deshaun Watson, who just came back from being on the, you know out, out there because of the twenty two civil allegations and all the the whatnots, right? Uh, you got Joe Burrow. Who's who's the other team in? The, let, let's let's go through all these teams. Uh, uh, Kevin, who's the other team in the AFC, AFC North? Uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh's in trouble. But you know what happened? Pittsburgh got Mitch Trubisky, and I am not mad at that. I think Mitchell Trubisky. And I ain't calling Mitchell. I'm calling him Mitch because the boy wanted to be called Mitchell. But that's when he, when you calling somebody Mitchell, you're, you're basically calling him sorry. I want him to be Mitch. Man, Mitch is cool. Me and Mitch go get a drink. We kick it. Right? I got a homeboy. My, my, my homeboy, uh, Mitchell, he changed his name to Sonny. Don't even call me Mitchell. Call me Sonny. He changed the whole thing. So I ain't calling, I ain't calling him Mitchell. It's Mitch if he want to kick it with me. Mitch Trubisky. I think that's a good pickup for Pittsburgh. He's definitely going to be better than Ben Roethlisberger because Ben Roethlisberger was god-awful this year. God-awful. Thank God he retired. God-awful. Mitchell Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky, is going to be good if they allow him to play like Marshawn Trubisky. And what I mean by Marshawn Trubisky is let the boy run. 
Stop trying to make him a pocket passer because that's not who he is. He is an athletic dude who has to move around. If you use him like that, Mitch Trubisky can be the Pro Bowl player that he was for the Chicago Bears three years ago. But when you try to hold him down and make him sit in the pocket, and do, no, 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 man. Use his abilities. He ain't making that much damn money. He can run around and get hurt. If he get hurt, throw somebody else in there. That's the game now. It's shifted. The money's different. You can use these dudes like they're, in, like they're, like they're disposable. You, you really can. So there's already three franchise quarterbacks in the AFC North. The AFC West. They've got three, possibly four. You got Mahomes, you've got uh, uh, Herbert, and you got Wilson. That's six already. NFC, NFC West. I mean, Matthew Stafford, he's a franchise quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, NFC North, franchise quarterback. Ta- Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, franchise quarterback. We, they're, they're, Dak Prescott, I don't know. Uh, you can squint a little bit. Uh, I, I don't see it. Don't really see it. AFC South, who do you got? Tennessee? Nah. Who else is there? Oh, Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, franchise quarterback. There, look, there's, there's a, so much talent is in the NFL at the quarterback position right now amongst the top 10. But it's only amongst the top 10. Once you get out of that top 10, yeah, it gets a little dicey, dog. It gets a little dicey, dog. I mean, you can have Trevor Lawrence up in there. You might have Justin Fields on just the talent level. But what we've seen on the field, eh. Hell, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has got the greatest agent to ever walk the earth. Let me rephrase that. Kirk Cousins has, Kirk Cousins has the greatest agent to ever walk the earth. This dude has gotten more guaranteed money for being just good enough that the team can't get rid of him, can't trade him because he puts up the stats. He does the things that you're supposed to do as a quarterback that makes you look like you're a good quarterback. They just can't win with him. Just can't win with him. But they said, what are you going to do? You're going to get rid of him and start all over again? Go to the draft where you got to try to make one of these lottery picks turn into something? No, they stuck with him. And he actually had a really good year last year even though the team wasn't great. He threw the ball all over the damn place. I was a sneaky good season for Kirk Cousins. So we're seeing the landscape change around all this stuff. But the, the biggest bottom line and what I'm taking from this is people just don't care about the draft. And maybe it's just like we said earlier, maybe it's just a product of this draft is this week, man. I don't know. I mean, I know there's a defensive player up at Michigan, the Hutchinson kid, right? I think the Hutchinson kid is supposed to be really good. There's a dude down in Alabama, the other defensive lineman, supposed to be really good. There's some offensive tackles. And maybe this is just the year of the draft where your best value is going to come from non-star players, right? You're going to get the dirty work guys. You're going to get them offensive linemen in this draft. You're going to get the defensive, the interior defensive linemen in this draft. You're going to get the linebackers in this draft. Maybe mess around and get you a, a, a safety or, you know, you're going to get the meat and potatoes of your team. You're not going to get the glitz and glamour in this year's draft. And teams sound like they're getting on board with it. My Niners, we did it, the, we did it a year ago. Traded all them picks to move up to get Trey Lance because it's about the talent. We don't know if he's going to turn out. I think he's going to turn out. But people aren't holding on to these picks like that no more. They just don't 
care because we're starting to find out in the way, not find out. It's been like this forever. But people just stuck with what the draft is supposed to be because the draft itself is also a huge marketing event. The draft is a huge moneymaker for the NFL. And I think the draft is trash. To me, the worst thing about the draft in any draft they have in sports is that the worst team gets the first pick. I think it's just stupid because it also allows for tanking, which we've seen with the Miami Dolphins and, and Brian Flores coming out and saying that the owner was offering him a hundred grand to lose per game. He would lose, right? That's how you, that's how you stop the tanking. Cleveland Browns, uh, uh well, boy for, uh, who, who used to be the coach for Cleveland Browns. I forget his name. The black dude who got fired. Now he's at Grambling. And he hired Art, Art Browse and now he had to fire Art Browse because he hired Art Browse and Art Browse shouldn't be around <laughs> college campuses right now. If you're going to go look that up, go look up Art Browse and Baylor. Uh, but you 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 stop tanking if you take away draft slotting. Make it a lottery system. Make it a lottery system. If that's what you want to do. You know, but my solution to fixing the whole draft thing is get rid of the draft and just make it a free market. Teams, there's a salary cap. Teams, work your salary cap around and you pay the most money to who wants to go where. And let players decide where they want to be. That would be the, that would be the, I understand this. I understand. I understand why they try to change this, but you can't, it can't work both ways. I understand most players, if they had their own choice to go where they want to go, where do you think they're going to go? LA. The other LA team, the Chargers would get the other LA, they would get the other players, right? They go to the Rams, they go to the Chargers. uh, They would go to San Francisco. uh, They would go to Miami. You know, they go to Texas, they go to uh, New York, even though New York gets a little bit cold, but cats would go to the big market areas because they want to be stars. They want to be in big cities. They want to have fun. They want to do all that stuff. So I understand that part of it. They would, a lot of stars would gravitate towards it, but then you allow these smaller market teams to pay more money to get the players. They've, the smaller market teams or the, or the, the sorrier teams usually have a bigger salary cap because they ain't paying the best players. So let them overpay some of these dudes if they want to. Keep them away from keep them away from the, the the glitz and glamour cities. But you would stop the tanking, and you would stop ruining some young man's life just because he was really good at what he does and really good at what he did in college. Now you got to make him go live in Cleveland for a while. But now that might not be such a bad thing because you know uh, some things have changed around there. But overall, fuck them pigs. My name is Reggie Watkins. You've been listening to I'm Probably Right. Thank you. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but don't be hating. My man Kevin Cleveland is running the show, producing, engineering. Thank you so much, Kevin. We'll be back next week. Talk to y'all soon. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.